In this episode, I chat about anxiety and remind you to be kind to yourself, especially right now. Let's do it. Welcome to Deep Soul Care, the podcast dedicated to helping you discover the real you and care for the soul you are. I'm your host, Michelle Kampmeyer, and if you're ready to find out who you are deep down and live a truly authentic life, keep listening. And don't forget, we're in this together. Why, hello there. (laughs) Welcome back. I know it's been a while. This is episode number 34, but yeah, we missed a few weeks there. And rightfully so, I'm going to say I just needed the break. And not even the break from the podcast. The problem is that my alone time, when I do finally have it, uh, unfortunately, recording a podcast is not exactly the thing I want to do. So I have very little alone time in the house. Right now is one of those times I unexpectedly have the evening free. So I decided to finally record one of these. And Another thing was, like, even when I did have the time, which was very sparse in these weeks, these last few weeks, I just felt like I didn't have anything cohesive to say or anything new to say. Everything just feels like, I don't know, that my anxiety is what it is, that the world is, we're in chaos, right? It's so hard to say anything new that feels good. And I did that episode with all the good news You should go check that one out. Uh, All of that stuff, most of that stuff is still happening. We're still seeing a lot of really amazing things, positive things happening in the world right now. But yeah, it just didn't really feel like I had much to say. So I took the time away. But honestly, it didn't feel like time away or like vacation or anything. (laughs) I all the time was like, uh, you should probably record another episode but I didn't. So here we are. I feel like that's just being real with you guys. Like that was me taking care of myself. The things that I wanted to do during my alone time, which honestly there weren't, there just, there aren't that many things that I feel like I need to do only alone. Like my husband is working at home, so he's home all the time now. And that's great, but I really, really enjoyed my alone time while he was still working in the office. And lately, like every time he leaves the house, I'm like, okay, what should I do now that he's gone? Like, what is it that I was doing in my alone time that I need to do right now? And there are just very few things I'm finding that I feel like I need to do only alone, but I just like having that time. So yeah, recording the podcast didn't really happen. But we're here now, and I still don't feel like I have anything super, I don't know, profound or important or concise (laughs) to say to you. This isn't going to be some, like, really insightful (laughs) episode, I don't think. But I did want to hop on and say hello and just kind of tell you what's up with me, which I guess is kind of what the show is about anyway. Uh, So, yeah, I have been at home, (laughs) obviously. Uh, I was working my part-time job for a while, but that was starting to give me some anxiety. And yeah, I had to take some time away from that, which was not exactly what I wanted to do. But unfortunately, my anxiety was just getting the best of me. And I knew that 
you know, being in the car all day with my back hurting from being so anxious, like all of these really weird things were happening to me and my body just was taking the brunt of it. I knew being in the car was just not going to happen and I couldn't focus on anything. My brain was just so scattered. I wasn't sleeping in very good patterns. It was just a mess. And I noticed that by Thursday, I would start to get pretty anxious about it. Like, am I going to be able to go to work on Monday? Because since it's only one day a week, it's um, kind of required to give more notice than the night before or even Monday morning. Like, if you're super sick and you can't come in, like, that's it is what it is. But for me, like, I didn't want to keep waiting until the weekend to make up my mind. Like, am I going to be able to go to work? So by Thursday, I would be thinking about it and I would really want to make sure that they had somebody to cover me. And just the more I thought about it, the more anxious I got and the worse I felt. And it was just a terrible cycle. So actually, it kind of worked out because my dad is furloughed from his job. So he's got some time. So he's taking my shifts, uh, at least for now. And I know that the summer is just not going to work out for me being in the car all day for a lot of reasons. Heat is kind of a trigger for my panic attacks. Um, But there are other stuff and I just not something I really want to get into today. But yeah, so I had to put that on pause for a while which sucks. I hate feeling unreliable to people. I hate feeling like I can't be trusted to get the job done or like I can't be there for the people who need me or do what I say I'm going to do, which created more anxiety and more shame and a few shitty nights of feeling like depression was about to take over. And that really... (laughs) that only made it worse. Like it was just an awful few weeks. I'm feeling better now, which is good. Uh, I know that getting the part-time job off the table really helped because that took a lot of the anxiety away. And for a few weeks there, I was going week to week going, oh, I can't come in this week, you know, maybe next week. And then I took two weeks. And then finally I told my dad, I'm like, can you just keep doing this for me? Cause it's just not working. And yeah, he was absolutely okay with that. So that really worked out. But yeah, it wasn't ideal. It's not really what I wanted to happen. It's not how I saw things going, but life doesn't always happen how we want it to. So all part of the, you know, trying to accept where we are in life and not try to force things. I think that is extremely important right now, trying not to force yourself into too much productivity, which is something I've been doing lately, and I'll talk about that in a second. Uh, trying not to force yourself into these new habits or patterns that you, you know, are putting a lot of stress on yourself to keep up when, you know, right now it's a crazy time and trying to start and keep anything new is probably going to be tougher than normal. So, you know, keeping that stuff in mind and, and really just trying to be gentle with where you are and honor that I think is very important all the time, but more so right now. So yeah, forcing yourself into productivity. I have tried to start writing again, and I started off with a book that I outlined last year, which I thought would be helpful, and it was. To be honest, it was very helpful having the outline already done, and the characters were very familiar. This was book three in a series, so I already knew them in and out. I just 
figured I could pick up where I left off in this book, which was like, I think the middle of the second chapter. So I wasn't that far into it. And I had the outline. So I thought, okay, I can just go for it. And I did. I did. I went for it for a while. (laughs) And then I hit this like, is this really the story I want to be telling about these two? I'm just honestly not sure. All the indecisions started getting to me. And if I can't make a decision on something, I will sit there and think about it forever. And then I get analysis paralysis or indecision fatigue, whatever you want to call it, and just can't do the thing. So I have been not writing, (laughs) number one, but trying to keep that to a minimum in my life. Not writing. I don't mean writing. I mean having to make so many decisions. Because in the moment, if there's more than one option, it's just very hard for my brain to pick one. I don't necessarily know what the deal is. Maybe I'm scared of making the wrong decision or I don't I don't know. I don't know if I just want all the things all the time. I mean, that could totally be it. But yeah, I've been trying to meal plan ahead of time, which I mean, that's hard enough because there are so many decisions to make when it comes to what am I going to eat throughout the week. But at least that I know day to day or at least throughout that week, we've got five options and my decisions that I have to make are very minimal. So I know we're, gonna, we're probably going to make one of these five things. And I I don't necessarily do it day by day only because I don't know what my husband's schedule is going to look like. So I give myself the plan for the week and then that really eliminates a lot of the decision making. And I can tell him, hey, we have XYZ on the menu this week, which one do you want to make today or what makes the most sense today? And that really helps. But there are so many areas of my life, like maybe you can relate to this. If you feel like, you know, doing some kind of binge watching on Netflix or Hulu or whatever, and you spend more time flipping through all of the options of TV shows and movies to watch than you do actually watching anything. Sometimes I'm so exhausted from looking at all of the options and trying to make a decision that I literally don't even watch anything at all. I just turn the TV off. Like that is how bad it gets sometimes. It's kind of crazy, but you know, it. that's what's going on in my head right now. So Um, what else, what other areas of my life am I trying to minimize decisions? I don't know. I have been keeping up with my bullet journal. I can't remember if I really talked about it too much on the podcast, but love my bullet journal. It is getting me through each day. Uh, I won't lie. A few weeks in March are a little hazy, maybe the very beginning of April too. Uh, they're kind of ugly in my journal. I really was just like, here's Monday. What's happening? Uh, instead of like creating all of these really beautiful spreads and whatever. But these past couple of weeks have been a lot of experimenting in my journal, which is kind of fun. Um, But it also leads to indecision fatigue where I'm like, should I try this kind of spread or should I put these boxes on this page? And what should I do for a habit tracker. And oh my gosh, the options are endless. So for a few weeks in a row, I was just doing the same spread. And I don't love doing that. I really like trying out new things. But sometimes when you just have too many decisions and you can't make up your mind, it's best to just do what you know. So I knew how to create that spread pretty easily. And that's what I was doing. But the last two weeks, I did try a new thing and I really love it. So I'm probably going to keep working on getting this spread to 
I don't know, it's maximum function or something. <laughs> I don't know. But I really like it, and it's helping me keep track of all kinds of habits that I want to keep up with. Am I perfect at them? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> there are some things I should have been doing better this week, and I'm not. <laughs> I thought I kind of established the habit last week, but it's not really happening. Uh, my morning routine gets kind of messed up depending on if my husband ends up on the couch because of the cat meowing or he's snoring or whatever. Uh, if I don't have the alone space in my living room in the morning, that is something I like to do by myself is meditate, drink my lemon water, like start the day peacefully. Um, that just kind of gets my morning going. And I have not really had that space lately. So yeah, that's kind of <laughs> out the window. So we got to work on that coming up here. But my eating habits have been a lot better this week. My mood has not been great this week. I like completely lost my mind about how my husband used the vegetables that I chopped up. I, because I made the meal plan and I knew exactly what we were eating this week, I went ahead and chopped up all the vegetables beforehand and put them in their container so that they were really easy to use for each meal we were going to make throughout the week. But I also chopped up a whole bunch of vegetables to make a salad bar all throughout the week. So those were in individual containers, whereas the chopped up vegetables for each meal were in their own containers separately, if that makes sense. So when my husband looked at the recipe for Monday, he just willy-nilly grabbed any container with vegetables in it that were called for in the recipe and used those. And they were not the right portions. They were not the right amount. <laughs> they were all my salad bar ones. And the perfect one of course, this recipe had the most amount of vegetables that you had to chop up, so it was just a mess, and I was so hungry, and I'd eaten, like, a smoothie and a salad, and I think I had an oatmeal on Monday, and I just, that was it, and I was so looking forward to this dinner and just, like, lost my mind, so <laughs> I apologized. He apologized. I realized I could have made it more clear which containers were which, I told him he could have probably asked me which ones to use because I did tell him that I like pre-portioned everything and he just grabbed everything and I was like, what? <laughs> so yeah, Monday was interesting. Today was not so great. Um, I let my husband make dinner again. I shouldn't have said it like that. He makes dinner almost all the time. But this is a recipe that usually I make and he's made it before and it didn't turn out as great when as when I did it. So this was like the redeeming one. And unfortunately it turned out worse than before. And he realized what he did wrong. But like, as I was trying to eat it, it was, a, it was supposed to be a lentil loaf, but he added water to the mix and it just never baked at all. So I was like, yeah, thanks. Oh my gosh. I couldn't really hide how like because, again, this is a recipe I love. I was looking forward to dinner. Like, oh, yes, I love it. It's supposed to be dinner tomorrow because, we like, we always have leftovers. And now I'm like, ugh, do we, like, bake it extra? Or I don't know. Anyway. So, yeah, I have not been necessarily a happy camper. I've had some really good days. Mostly I've had really good sections of days. And I think that's okay. Like, we can't expect whole entire days to always be amazing. In fact, a friend shared a song with me today, and if I remember, I will put it in the show notes, um, but he shared a song with me, and it was about how we need those bad days. We need pain in our lives to be able to recognize when things are good, and I know maybe that sounds cliche or like it's probably a little frustrating to hear, 
I know I don't love hearing that, especially when you're in the middle of one of those crappy days, but it's true. We can't recognize good if we don't know what bad is. So yeah, I'm not expecting every day to be good. I'm not expecting every, I I don't know, every hour to have good things happening. We're going to need some bad stuff in order to fully appreciate the good. So I guess if there's nothing else you take from this episode, maybe that's the thing. Uh, But I, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's been like a month and it's been a month. And honestly, time felt like it was flying and then it was going so slow. And now I'm like, how is it already May? The end of May, no less. Like, I don't know where the time went. Clearly, this was not written out beforehand. I've said, like, so many times. I'm sorry. I'm rusty. But we'll, we'll get back <laughs> into it. <sighs> I don't know. That's probably good enough for this week. Things have just been chaotic. My anxiety is finally calming down, but it was pretty bad. So bad that I had to put my job on hold, which kind of sucks. My attention span has just been crap <laughs> lately. And I have been ignoring the need to rest. I feel like I have to be productive on all kinds of things, and I hit a wall where I'm just so tired during the day. It's hard for me to just sit down and do nothing, so I've got it. That's something I've got to work on this coming week. But I do want to end with some good news. Uh, There is a group on Facebook that I'm absolutely obsessed with. In fact, I've probably gone overboard, but I love it so much. It's called Wishless blessings. I will link to it in the show notes. And (laughs) it's a group where all of these women, I'm pretty sure it's all women. I think they made a group for men, but it's, I think this group is all women who just buy things off each other's Amazon wish lists, like just because. (laughs) It's, It's insane and it's amazing. The generosity in that group is just absolutely incredible that we are all virtual strangers except for the friends that I've added to the group who've added more friends and all of that. But I mean, I didn't know anybody else in this group except for the friend who added me and then anybody that I've added. And I can't even tell you, like I went I went crazy and just about bought something for everybody on my intro post. Anybody who commented pretty much got something from me. And I was like, it's just so addicting to just keep hitting the one click and sending these people presents. Just, I don't know. It was super fun. So, um, yeah. And I've gotten a ton of stuff off my wish list. I've found out about some cool products that I didn't know existed because all these other women had them on their wish lists. And yeah, it's just absolutely incredible. It's taught me a lot. Like I know that I don't like to spend money on myself. I'd much rather spend it on other people. And it was so easy. Like it wasn't even a thought in my mind before sending these Amazon wishlist items to these people. It's just like, yeah, they want this stuff. They should have it. But for myself, I wasn't honoring that. And it like it's not because I should have everything I want. It just always felt like the money was better spent on other things. Like we've spent a small fortune on food these past few months. But yeah, like being able to receive is something completely different than being able to give. And I've tried to let these experiences in this group remind me that, number one, it's okay to ask for what you want. 
But number two, it's also okay to receive, to allow yourself to receive things from other people, whether that's a gift or help or advice. And another thing is that being in this group has made me realize that when you do allow yourself to receive, it's not even just about you. It's also about allowing somebody else to do something nice that they want to do for you. So no one's obligated to buy anything for anybody in this group, but you put your wish list out there and every now and then someone, just because they they want to do it, will buy something for you. So it's sort of mutual because you want the thing, but you're allowing them to also give if they want to give. So it's just a really cool group. I'm just blown away by the amazing women and their generosity and kindness. And even if people aren't buying stuff, we're supporting each other. A couple of them were doing job interviews and we were cheering them on. A lot of people are going through stuff right now. You know, most of us are going through stuff right now. So it's been just really fun to be in that group and cheer people on, get excited when they get the job and helping them get through some tough times has just been super amazing. So if you get to check out that group, you should. All right, you guys, I guess I should leave you with an action step. I hope you're just being kind to yourself, maybe to others, but mostly to yourself right now. Please be kind to yourself, whether that's how you're talking to yourself in your head or out loud. I know I talk to myself out loud a lot. (laughs) I'm noticing that now that my husband's home. Uh, Or in how you're treating yourself when it comes to your expectations. You know, are you expecting too much from yourself? Do you make yourself do too many things so you're super exhausted by the end of the day? Just be kind. Be kind. Be gentle. Take care of yourself. Take care of your soul. And I will try to talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I release a new one every single Thursday, so hit the follow or subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. If you want to reach out to me, please do so. I'd love to hear from you. I'm on Instagram at Michelle Campmeyer, and my email is michellecampmeyer at gmail.com. And if you would, send this episode to someone who might need to hear this message. Take care of your soul, and I'll talk to you next week.